wonder what I'm going to say on my intros. I want to exit from this despair. I want to also give a warning to other creatives. Create like it's your last. Because with the reversal of role, they're not going to stop there. If you have something meaningful to say that is going to shed light and bring happiness to the world, you better do it before the conservatives decide. And that's how I want to begin my day every day, creating something new, interesting, and that's educating and expand the world instead of bringing darkness. This is just one of those Sundays where I get the opportunity to just create um welcome to another episode um just feeling i'm actually just feeling really happy right now i have i am um i i'm always just tripped out how i get to use technology um to my best benefit um i'm learning more and more about what it is I would like to do um, with my platform. I'm learning more and more. Sometimes scripting is not a bad thing. Actually, it's only a bad thing if it's, if only what you're talking about is not really interesting. Um, creating content um, that are getting views and also creating some content that is getting some attention and some traction online. Um, it's encouraging me to want to expand um, because this is still a hobby. If it's really not making money, it's truly a hobby and I want to expand beyond it just being a hobby. So if some things work out uh, on my Instagram channel, um, I'll let you guys know. Um, I. The only support I'm going to get is by sponsorships and becoming a real influencer. So there you go. And in good black news, I want to start. This is what the show. I actually went to the market today and I didn't get shot up. So that's always good news. Um, but. And this is commonplace for any black person, especially this black woman in these United States. Um, I went out. Did I drive out in my truck? Yep, drove out in my Dallas Cowboy rap truck and I didn't get shot a thousand times, so that's good news. But in true black news, um, in good black news, Simone Biles became one of the youngest recipient of the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Um, if you navigate to my blog page on dalesangelsinc.blog, um, you can actually see the clip from NBC News that I downloaded um, this morning. Um, she looks radiant. She's just, she's so tiny. Um, and I didn't, and it just, I guess Joe Biden, he's a tall white dude. I didn't know he was that tall, but I guess if you're only like 5'9", five, 5'10", five, he's going to tower, anybody's going to tower over you. Um, she looked a little frightened. I don't think I, we, we noticed, know her as the goat, but 
I think she has uh, PTSD from her last interaction from a tall white dude. I'm just saying. I don't know if she saw Nasser or she just saw any other abusive person that comes up against her. But she had that look of fear. Um, I don't know. I'm glad he didn't pat her on the head or touch her hair or something crazy like that because there's some reports of him being a little bit on the daughtery side. So, but there you go. Also in Good Black News, um, I didn't know if you guys had the opportunity to uh, enjoy Essence Festival, but I'm going to send you a rip from probably one of my favorite parts. And I want you to look also go to this. The notes are more uh, complete and it's a visual kind of my notes for this podcast are a little bit more visually stimulating, I should say, um, because I got some clips. I was able to um, navigate and look up um, a lot of great clips and things on YouTube. Um, it's just full information. As I was uploading a commercial, not really a commercial, it was just a reel I had made because I had made some Kentucky lemonade um, earlier this week. And it was actually really good, but the reel itself was also, I thought, was really good too. Again, I'm going to include that in my um, latest episode. So um, there's going to be a lot um, I'm going to be, you're going to see when you navigate to the blog notes. So, but getting back to Essence Fest, I am a long-term New Edition fan. I had everything that they, when they broke up, they got back together again. I got Ralph Trez Vance, uh, his single albums. I got Bobby Brown's single albums. Definitely everything that New Edition with and without Johnny Gill um, has made. Um, I've started, while I've watched their biopic. I've watched Bobby's biopics and his show that's now on a &E. I was concerned <laughs> about Bobby's ability. He left one of their reunion tours not too long ago because actually he had a heart attack and he has some stents placed. He since has, and Bobby Brown is a tall individual. I didn't know he was this tall, but he's over six feet tall. Um, and he looks like Bishop Jakes because he has a hundred extra pounds of weight, which can't be good for his lungs, can't be good for his heart. He also admittedly had um, a stroke, a small stroke at one point while he was in his worst drug addiction when he was with Whitney. So I know all of this and I've seen him prep for the tour on his show, but I don't, I still don't think he was ready for Essence. And Something wrong with my line. My baby's number. I get it quick every time. Trezvon sounds good. He reminds me of his younger self. But he looked really good when he had his shades on. Keep shades on, Ralph. I'm watching Bobby's movement. He looked really confused. 
He don't sound bad though. The sound is off. And that was one of the major um, complaints people had of Essence Fest. And it's not just with New Edition, it's with several other um, people too. <clears throat> the more no-name groups sounded okay. I heard DeBarge sounded good. Um, but this is their whole set. And then they, oh, it looks like this is Ralph Tresvant. Um, and maybe they did BBD too, which is hysterically to me because they old. But here you go. <laughs> <clears throat> wait a minute, did Bobby just leave? Wait a minute, wait a minute. They look like they're doing the electric slide. In my arms, the same until you is Friends keep telling me to cool it now. Ooh, watch out. a break I'm confused where did he where is he going did he just leave the stage what is going on I'm confused I'm really confused I and I'm also oh okay this is funny Let's do a ballad. Bring it to me, please. 
walked off the stage when they did count me out because that's when all the controversy, when he got kicked out the group, um, that's when he went on to his own singular fame, um, made and lost over a hundred million dollars. So that's kind of fly. I think this actually ended up, their whole set, New Edition's whole set, was not that bad. Um, I did skip ahead a little bit. Probably in upcoming episodes, um, I'll talk, I'll look, listen to and review um, other good black music moments uh, from the Estes Fest um, because there were many. Um, I, the Janet Jackson performed um, and just a lot of other wonderful, notable people um, perform. As I mentioned, like El DeBarge, I'm one, I know I can find clips um, that they will allow me to um, place on my blog. And that maybe that's what I'll do um, this upcoming week. I'll uh, talk about um, the clips, the additional um, music from Essence Festival, and especially the old school groups uh, bring back memories. As long as the sound was working, because from what I understand, um, the sound was kind of off. Um, so I think if they got control of the sound, like d Nice's set, they said was good, brought out Elder Barge, he hit all of his high notes and low notes, he sounded really good. I'm gonna actually have to find that clip and just review it because I heard it was just so good. Then there were some people that were not so good. So we got to address that too. And I'm gonna um, put it out there uh, to the listening audience, what was your favorite part of Essence Fest? If you had the opportunity to review the clip, what was your favorite clip? Maybe I'll add that um, as a survey. Um, who performed the best um, in Essence Fest? And then I'll have a couple of um, examples and have a repeat. I think that's gonna be actually really good. Who had the best performance at Essence Fest? When I make it up out of bed, I'm be stupid ready. I'm gonna hold them back. Push the brand new jazz. When I make it up out this bed, this song from J. Alphonse Nicholson, probably one of the best in a, a, a blockbuster cast. Um, this past week's episode of P Valley I don't know it, it I think this is probably one of the best that there is um I have been following this show since it first premiered back um last year um or during 2020 I believe and I followed it and I'm so into it I'm into all of the backstories the glow up of Mississippi, um, as well as the other tragic characters. But they, this season, they've introduced several characters and have several characters' demise. And what I'm gonna say in this next segment is probably gonna tick off a whole bunch of you guys because 
I it's full of spoilers. I have, of course, I have a YouTube clip of uh, preview of this week's episode, and this is the type of episode you cannot be half asleep watching it because you're going to miss nuances. It is very heartbreaking. It is one of those episodes that I don't think the show creator wrote it, but I, I honestly think this is probably one of the best episodes. It ended crazy, but you'll, when you watch the trailer and then you watch, the trailer does nothing for the episode itself. It just makes it more frustrating. Like last week, it was so frustrating because now I understand the whole, the backstory of Mississippi, uh, Keyshawn and Derek, how she was so much above him and her life was full of trauma. I didn't know that her dad, she's from money. Her father, uh, and she was abused. I was like, who made her, made her feel so badly that she said the thought she has to end up with Derek or couldn't get beyond Derek. So between her stepmother ragging on her and then her, um, then the, the Derek making her feel that she was less than, and he was beating her ass for almost from the beginning, choking her out. And he went and started doing the same stuff with his own um, children because that's how he was abused. But I had, my face was the same facial expression as Keyshawn watched Derek beat that football player's butt. This is how my, that was my facial expression as I was watching this episode. Um, the coach's face when he figured out that um, his wife was into Mercedes, it was just such, it was just so ridiculous. He's like, well, I, this is my fantasy and I'm not going to share my fantasy with anybody else. But I can cheat, but you can't cheat. And definitely you can't have, use my jump off to cheat. Crazy. I now I got further confirmation that Big Bone was sent in by Montavious's gang. Her interactions with Diamond um, and how she looked at that ring and what she basically, I don't know if she's smart, the character is smart enough to basically listen to um, everything that they were saying at the pink or she is putting two to two together because She, I think she must have got it twisted. He is still hooked on Keyshawn. This has nothing to do with Keisha Savage or uh, Kaylee, Haley, or whatever her name is. And really, girl, once the pink closes its doors, where are you going to go? You ain't got no family. I don't think Andre is with the shits. Um, to be able, he's going to take a stripper with him into the mayoral, mayoral house um, because she, I don't know, she only uses people when she needs something. She's not there. She has no sense of family and no sense of community, and I, I don't think she's a good pick for you, bro. Toy trying to really kill everybody in P-Valley, including Miss Ernestine. She won't sick. The podcaster that and everybody that's mentioned how bad she looked in one of the last scenes um, in a previous episode is true because now Miss Ernestine is running 100, 203 fever and coughing. When um, Uncle Clifford calls Toy, um, she's coughing up a storm. Terica, who is 
Mercedes' 14-year-old daughter is fast, um, and the cycle continues. She comes to her mama's house, or Mercedes' house, and just getting ready to make her a grandmother at the ripe old age of 29. But how many people, um, that's a true story. There are no more big moms because they all want look and want to look like Mercedes. But, and they also live in Mississippi. Mississippi, from what, even during the time period that this episode was uh, recorded or um, produced, um, Mississippi at the time only had one abortion clinic. Um, and now it's closed after the overturn of Roe v. Wade. So I don't know how or why or what, how is this going to play out? Because there are no abortion providers. And plus, Mercedes specifically asked Coach's wife, are you fitting to mess up my bag? That's exactly what she did. Mercedes is not exactly rolling in the dough right now. So unless she's going to take her to Tennessee or somewhere else, um, or she's going to let her have her because she's basically that girl's the same age she was when she got pregnant with Terrica. But I don't know. The most heartbreaking scene, I'm going to preface this by the struggle, mental health struggle is real. There's all, you don't, please don't suffer in silence, y'all. There's a National Alliance on Mental Illness through NAMI.org that you can contact if you're having some issues. Or you can call them at 1-800-950-NAMI um, for help. There's a National Suicide Prevention Line. You can call or text 800-273-8255. And also you can learn how to help someone in crisis at B. THR121TO.com. All of this information is actually in the uh, podcast notes, and I'm actually um, um, the podcast notes, uh, and I'm highlighting or bolding them now. Um, because I'm, I think it's just so important um, to basically uh, highlight this because this next section, which I am going to talk about, was just so heartbreaking. Um, Y'all just check on your loved ones, and sometimes you can't be Captain Save a Hole to everyone. Um, Big Teak basically ended his run uh ended his run on the show he basically little murder buys him a gun uh, uh a, actually a gun and i was thinking about this this is a felon um and you're not supposed to have guns but doesn't matter uh, he was basically preparing himself for his own, Big T was preparing himself for his own demise. He was trying to shake Lil Murder because he, he said, now we're going to hold you down. Now that you're out, we're going to hold you down. Hurt, this, hurt city hustlers for life. Um, they addressed the whole um, Wody getting rid of Rome. Um, but Big T 
it said he's been solit he was in solitaire and messed up for a while, and it all came to fruition um, when he basically started reliving his childhood. Those three tears that were on Big Teak's face were from the murders. His mother uh, murdered his other siblings. He got away because, and hid, that's the only way he survived, but he heard her killing them. Um, and she, that's why he asked, why did she even have us if she, she didn't want us or couldn't want us? He always felt that he was a menace to society. He always felt... Uh, it's like he was always homicidal and suicidal because of the struggles that he had from the PTSD from what he witnessed as a child. Seven years old, siblings wiped out. Um, his mother was obviously had her mental health struggles and no, there was nobody there to help. This is a direct indictment of uh, a system with no mental health support, with no social support, no safe birth control, no respite for troubled mind, no child left behind, really. There are so many children that are left behind. Even before Roe v. Wade, I, I'm, I can't even imagine now what is going to happen when all the abortion places close up and the realization that there is no safe birth control um, and you're only... If you're violently, which we don't, if even if we were violently raped or incest or any of those things, black people still, and a lot of people still don't report that stuff. You still are going to be suck and you still going to have a cycle of abuse and create more big teeks. He's just so, his despair and his, he just wants to check out. He checks out violently and little murder witnesses that this throws him back to uh throws him back in with big with clifford but he is just so broken he's like if it's not one thing another one day you're on and one day you're not he had just bought this car for this man who is only interested in dying he wants to end it all he says you can sleep when you're dead but he wants to die he wants it all to end and it is such a loss i mean little murder put it in so many words there's so many babies we have to bring into the world so many houses we have to buy so much we have to do why please come and li please live and i'll support you don't do this I wish he had known about the crisis line because this would have been such amazing for them to go through this life together and to do it with somebody stronger to fight off the donkeys of the day. So this episode was just so freaking heartbreaking, but it did bring a lot of things to light. Um, how singular we are in this life and how many people, the struggle is just so real and how people are just so filled with despair that not, not only drawing guns and killing other people, they're killing themselves. And it's such a great loss to the world when people check out. It's just, it's just, it was just a hard episode and I am, and I've, it's only dropped since after three o'clock this morning, but I'm getting ready to watch it again and talk to my homegirl about not just this past week's episode, uh, 
last week's episode, but also this episode. Rest in peace, rest in peace, Big Teak. When I make it up out of the I'm be stupid ready. I'm blow hold them bad. Push up brand new jazz. When I make it up out the bit, I'ma go stupid dog. I'm spend stupid money. Coming up out the mud. When I make it up out the bit, I'm be stupid ready. I'm blow hold them So what else is going on in this crazy world of ours? I am um watching a whole bunch of trash TV, I ended up stopping watching the uh, show. Um, I don't know if you guys have followed me and you have seen or watched me talk about or tweet about or blog about 90 Day Fiance, the franchise. This next season is more problematic to me than I originally thought because there's so many problematic gaslighting MFers on it. In particular, Bilal is still gaslighting his um, significant other, Shaida. Um, Emily is probably knocked up and she's just such a controlling Karen. I don't understand why Coleman is with her because other women in America are not like this hell. So I hope he wises up. But I just, the previous section was just on me um, talking about P Valley and next in the whole um, popular culture of it all is the ongoing Brittany Griner saga. She wrote about a week or so ago, she wrote a heartfelt letter to President Biden pleading for him or the government to do something. She actually was just, she pled guilty at her latest hearing on this past Thursday. And this is the letter she wrote prior to that hearing. I realize you're dealing with so much, but please don't forget about me and the other American detainees. Please do all you can to bring us home. I voted for the first time in 2020. <clears throat> and I voted for you. I believe in you. I still have so much good to do with my freedom that you can help restore. I miss my wife. I miss my family. I miss my teammates. It kills me to know they are suffering so much right now. I am grateful for whatever you can do at this moment to get me home. President Biden called Brittany's wife, Sherelle, directly, promising action. Uh, yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. The U.S., we can't leave her there. The other detainees in Russia in this moment. The Russian legal system is no place for anyone right now, and I firmly believe that. I believe that she and the other American detainees are being tortured because we happen to be on the wrong side of an M16 um, at this time. Um, the nonsense that's going on in Ukraine and the re-elevation of diplomacy and our stance after the debacle that was this last administration has made it a very unsafe place for Americans to be. I say that not just 
in Russia. But China, y'all need to be very careful. People, Americans in China, y'all really need to be careful. Um, even in places like Hong Kong, um, it's still right on China's soil. Taiwan, girl, they think they still a part of the People's Republic of China. So it's not the eastern part of the Middle East. Middle East, uh, Far East, if there's no safe place for Americans right now. And it's not so much that she's a queer black woman, but it's so much that she's a queer, she's a black African-American. She, it just has, she just has no space there. And it's a shame she had to play over there to supplement her income and put her life in danger. She had no idea what, she had no idea what was gonna happen and she's playing, paying the price for this kind of nonsense. But she's, I, I, and I'm very sympathetic to Brittany Griner, but I also wanna speak to, I have, that comes into my reader feed on my blog about detentions in Iran. People are disappearing still in Iran for, be, for dissent. Uh, French citizens, extra, et cetera, et cetera. These, the, the pandemic in, a, in the Ukraine uh, war is taken away from the fact that there are still people disappearing in these uh, ultra crazy governments. You know, so what are we also doing about the detainees in Iran too? I, I just want, I'm just asking the question. Yes, we may have to trade an arms dealer for Griner and whatever uh, American is being falsely detained in Russia, but that's the price that we actually are gonna have to pay. We can recapture them later or take them out by a drone later. We cannot leave that young woman and any of the other detainees over there, but primarily we cannot leave Brittany Griner there to be a pawn in some kind of crazy Russian, US, NATO standoff. We cannot go out like that. She deserves better. All of us deserve better, right? <laughs> that is probably one of the most funniest parts of the episode uh, introduction into the donkey of the day. And there's just so many people that I could uh, appoint donkey of the day, but this goes to the CFO of the Florida Healthy Kids Corporation, a public insurance provider for children. Evidently, he asked Dr. Kim Gwynn uh, from Jimmy Patronus, stating that she would be removed after she went on to make some very political statements that do not reflect the CFO's point of view. Basically, girlfriend called him a dumbass and told him to stop practicing medicine because with his associate's degree from BFE Florida Community College doesn't give him the right to dictate and restrict access to vaccines just because he's an anti-vaxxer or whatever. She basically told him to mind his business and go take many seats, which I thought was funny, and it made my day. 
But it also made me angry that we have a whole bunch of people that don't have the expertise as physicians do that are dictating how we can practice and which say what we can say um, or you can lose your job. I'm very thankful that I'm not a practicing physician anymore because I could have somebody like Florida Man basically dictate what I can and what I can't say and what I can't and what I can't do even though I'm advocating for my patients. It's, it's really sad that the University of Florida, which I'm very hesitant to have any affiliation with, even though I graduated from medical school there, thank you very much, but you appointed the um, state of the state of Florida's Surgeon General is siding with DeSantis in his backwards approach to this war on the coronavirus. It, it's very, it is, in this time, it is very difficult being intelligent because you got some unintelligent people that are in control of your destiny. And that's why I, I had to point him because I couldn't resist, could not resist y'all. You know, I think every single day that I get weirder and weirder because I don't hang around people um, as much as other people think I should. So I sit in my house on in here in Chattanooga and I create and I realize that some of the tools that I have to create my podcast actually has really helped me get through the pandemic. Um, I have so many cool programs, not just to write scripts or just to write in general, but I also have um, a program, I don't even recall why I downloaded this program. It's called Final Cut Pro. I've had a lot of fun using it um, in the past several months because I've created some really cool shorts. I've been inspired to create a mix for my latest creation that you can actually, when you navigate to the full uh, notes on my blog, um, I actually included a download of one of the clips from, or the Insta from the Instagram post. And these, it's just a lot of fun. It took me a few minutes to do. I have made some really cool clips for about Ethel. Um, it's caught the attention of other fur people that create apparel uh, for fur babies. And I also uh, included a new board on my Pinterest. It's called Fur Baby Drip. Um, if this works out, and I ordered this stuff for Ethel, um, I am going to produce a couple of lurks if she will cooperate because you know she don't Ethel don't think she's a dog um but i am thinking about creating a clip or a compilation of clips uh having her looking at me side eye or with her tail down and those eyes big um because she don't want to have anything on her body because again she don't think she a dog y'all but my latest clip is the kentucky uh, lemonade uh, that I created, a clip I created for Instagram a couple of days ago, or actually it was just yesterday. And I say all of that to say is because 
Um, I have had an Audible account for a number of years, and I recently just started using it to because I have no, I don't have any more space or any more bookshelf space for any more books. So I've been collecting and using my Audible credits. Um, I only get like one credit a month, and at one point they make you, they will um, suspend your credit if you don't use it. But I've been using a lot of them most recently. Um, I spoke um, about a week ago. I did. Uh, I spoke about Wahala, the Wahala on the last episode. But I have been listening to Savvy Sheldon feels good as hell, a romance novel. What I'm going to tell you about that book, and I posted about it all last week. But what I can tell you about the book is don't have it being. Um, connected, Bluetooth connected from your phone to your car and you go and pick up something and it's right in the middle of a sex scene. I really don't read romance novels or haven't read romance novels like that for a long time because I, and I watched P Valley, you would think I wasn't being such a prude, but that was actually very funny. You know, the expression on the clerk's face as he was listening to the sex scene from Savvy Sheldon. The book is around Savannah Sheldon, um, starts out with a bad breakup. Her boyfriend tells her she's fat and ugly and he needs to upgrade. She basically goes to try to create a revenge body to get back at him, but ended up finding herself what works for her. She thinks she's almost going to get fired from a job, but actually in essence, as she was imploding, she creates the position that was best for her and winners all around. And there were so many great recipes um, in the book that she made me uh, create a cornflake fried chicken based on one of her food scenes uh, about a few that I listened to a few days ago. And then I found um, Kiki Palmer during the pandemic teamed up with Jasmine Goulery, who I read a, her book um, a week or so, two weeks ago now. Um, and she has done a series of shorts with her, um, Southern Girl Insults. But the short story that I listened to uh, Sophie dreams big and then watching um, this strip Los Angeles and how this black stripper who survived a gang rape while she was in the Navy and she basically said that pole dancing saved her life. She would understand this except for Sophie in this case um, or Janet quest for the wig. She basically intimated the same thing that Janet did how getting a wig or a, a right fitting wig basically transform her when she gets to use it as a persona to transfer to transform herself it's her form of therapy um but janet ended up finding that the wig didn't make she did the wig didn't make her she made the wig and she ended up her favorite wig shop uh was closed and had disappeared anyways um so there you go the, them's the breaks as far as the pandemic um, and I ended the week by listening in total to Jamie Foxx's 
uh, book, Act Like You Got Some Sense, fell in love with this great, his um, grandmother. His backstory is very complicated. How his name is Eric Bishop, I vaguely remember him saying that in one of his um, interviews from years ago. Um, I also know, did not know, I should say, that he's had, he is one of the hardest working men in Hollywood with many uh, film credits to his credit. He's also the owner of Brown Sugar Bourbon, which that is the, was the basis of me, go, my look, my going trying to find that in Chattanooga, um, got me to do the Kentucky Burb, to Kentucky Lemonade uh, recipe. Um, I ended up using Jefferson Bourbon, and the, but I made, and that's how I made that short, or the reel for Instagram. But he, he do it was the book was basically it was similar but funnier and more in 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 depth and applicable than Kevin Hart's uh, book because I didn't know I actually I have that book but I read it in Kevin Hart's voice I think the audible version of Kevin Hart's book is probably done read by Kevin Hart but. This is Jamie Foxx going into song, going into his stand-up comedy routine. I think Jamie um, Kevin Hart's book would be about the same. Um, but I actually read the hard copy of that, and it was so funny. I re distinctly remember reading it in Jamie Foxx's, in um, Kevin Hart's voice, but now me reading all of these Audible books in the actors and actresses and comedians' voices is what I basically did in 2017 anyways. Um, so this past week, I'm wrapping it up and are these Savvy Sheldon feels good as hell um, and Jamie Foxx's book, Act Like You Got Some Sense, are available for immediate purchase on my bookshop.org online bookstore, um, Far From Bill Street, um, and you can buy them um, at your convenience. Um, and also, I don't have a relationship, influencer relationship with them at this time, uh, but you will be doing me a solid if you order it directly from my bookstore because a sister's on her hustle and I will get a cut of those joints. I'm wondering if Audible would allow me, if I can get enough listeners and streams, if they will allow me to do a, um, give me a promo code as well as allow me to be an influencer for them if I read an Audible um, commercial because Audible will save your life. Um, sometimes some of the podcasts are just like, my, unfortunately, not like mine, but can get a bit dreary and um, drawn out. But Audible, if you're just working and there's nothing on TV, you can actually, uh, everything that I've read or listened to in the last couple of weeks has been a godsend now that I'm trying to avoid the news. So if you want to avoid the news, get an Audible account. Just saying, y'all. Just saying. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. That is the opening refrain to 
the national black anthem. I have been thinking a lot on this very, the James Weldon poem as well as the song and what it means to me. Since Juneteenth, since the reversal of Roe v. Wade, because I think our creative avenues are going to be crushed down. Dissenting voices are going to be silenced because it doesn't ring or not in lockstep with the moral majority. I think we risk a descent into fascism, I, but I resist it. I refuse to spiral in despair like I have been doing for the last couple of weeks. I, I encourage anyone that wants to shed beauty into this world because you have a right to do that. We have a couple of decades of gloominess before us, but we have to resolve to be the shining beacons of happiness. Join me as I continue this in my creative endeavors. Let me know if you want to hear something different. Navigate to Dale's my Dale's Angels Inc. blog. Um, there's light there, a couple of puns and side-eye shenanigans, also merch. And if you want to ship a glitter bomb to the dumbasses in charge or a plastic or a chocolate penis, you can use my code Tinfro Got Jokes and you can get a percentage off of your shipment. And as always, create like it's your last day and thank you for listening. <laughs>